Welcome to Spirit Behind the Screen. Each episode, your host, Marty McCurdy, deep dives on industry trends around high reliability electronics and the supply chain in aerospace and defense. This is episode 30 with Latham Industries, Spirit's in-house partner for circuit card assembly. Hi, this is Marty McCurdy with Spirit Electronics, and luckily today I'm here with Tracy Latham from Latham Industries. Tracy, welcome again. We've done this before. It's gone by fast. It has, right? Um, it feels like we just sat down a couple of months ago, but I think we're actually seven or eight months now. So um, I think that the industry and our, our strategy of having this full turnkey service from distribution to value add of the components to the circuit card assembly under one roof is really resonating with our customers. But I think also some of our wins have been because you and your team and plus your, uh, the expertise they bring in and the equipment that you have just sets you apart. Our success rate has been 100%. So let's talk about that. Absolutely. You've been in this business for how long? Oh, Not to date you, darling. <laughs> Um, I've been in 20 years. Over 20 plus, years. Yeah. We'll yeah. just leave it at that. Yeah, that. no, yeah. I'm, I'm with you there. <laughs> I think that your team's experience, even before they work for you, have been in this business for many decades. Yeah, most of them have over 20 years' experience. I've been very lucky because a lot of them work for me in other companies. Oh, nice. Yeah, they, the, the thread continues. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, good. I know when our customers come through and we all collaboratively get a demo going at your place. I know that they always walk away in awe and I always walk away in awe because I always learn something new. So let's start kind of at the beginning of the line, right? Where your stencil is, uh, where you put paste down, which is where I think the very first step is where you excel in some of those areas. Right, so one of the things is if there's too much paste or little, not enough paste on the board, when you get done with the process, there's not a lot you can do to fix it, right? So the nice thing with our equipment is we have 2D inspection. So when the paste is put down, we can inspect it 100%. If there's an area we're not comfortable with, we can clean that area and just paste that one area without impacting anything else. Nice. Where a lot of other ones, you have to clean the whole board, start over. We also have a vacuum system. So that really helps with the consistency and the accuracy of our pasting of the stencil on the board. Very nice. So, and then we also have a low paste warning. It'll warn the operator if it can't get a good, reliable uh, sweep, it'll shut down oh, until we take nice. action. Yeah. So we really, that's the beginning of the process, and we really looked for something that's going to give us as much control as possible. I love when they give you those warnings. You're in the office, feet up, eating bonbons. Yeah. And, and <laughs> the machine goes, hey, lady, I need a pace. You know, we all have a heart attack because we had ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Well, I know that in the in the board build world, the problems with the paste to address those issues up front, all of it is just top notch. What I've seen over there. Thank you. Yeah. Um, the other thing is that how your system will inspect on the pick and place part of it. 
because every time that we demo it and or we have a super complex board for some of our aerospace and defense companies, I'm always amazed because your system keeps stepping up to the, to the bar, right? <laughs> but your inspection process, not only do you inspect the part before you place it, but you also inspect it once it's placed. And that's even before it gets to the AOI. This is all in your pick and place. Can you share a little bit more of detail with that? So we have two cameras. We have a scan camera. So in the parts, we have the nozzle pick up 10 parts. It'll scan all the parts first, and then it'll make sure that it's being placed properly so we don't have tombstoning or billboarding, okay? Then we have a bigger camera, and if it's picking up a BGA, for example, it'll check to make sure all the uh, spares are present. If there's any damage, it's the correct size. And if any issues, it'll place it back in the tray, and if it's good, then it'll place it on the board. So that BGA goes through a whole big inspection before it, we do anything with it before yeah. it gets placed. That's that's amazing because I know some of the ones we've placed uh, have a really high pin count in the eleven or twelve hundred plus. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and uh, you know, for the for the system to inspect it for you know damage or missing ball or the pitch and all those things is just truly phenomenal, right? Especially at the cost of some of these components, we want to be sure that we manage them well. But I think one of the things, uh, let's talk about a very specific job that you and I did. So uh, CGAs, which are the column grid arrays that are out here in the industry, always space related. And you and I kind of have a slang for that. So the, the part has legs. So, uh, <laughs> legs, the lots legs, of legs. <laughs> the centipede. So uh, when you place a CGA with literally well over a thousand legs. This is a custom ASIC that we had. Absolutely. Uh, I think one of the, the ideal scenarios for your equipment to handle that and your team to manage such an expensive and very difficult uh, part to place is that you also can control the pickup speed, the, the vacuum suction, the time, like the speed of the belt that places it into that position. So let's talk about that a little because the pitch of that was so fine. And the number of legs was so enormous. So let's touch yeah. on that. So, yeah, when that part got picked up, you hold your breath. <laughs> <laughs> legs are very fragile. So you need to control also placing it onto the board. So you just want to kiss the board, you know, because any extra pressure, the, the legs will collapse. Yeah. So what's nice is we can, we have a, a camera on the machine so we can actually see how to really precisely position it. And once we get it lined up, we slow the speed down. We have a, a nozzle that can hold the weight of it. And then it slowly comes over and we can be watching it, right? So at any point we could stop it if we felt we needed to. Mm -hmm. um, and then it will go right over and kiss nice. it right onto the board. Perfect. Yeah. Well, so being able to control those speeds is very critical. Yeah. Especially on the weight, right? That, that yeah. thing was just enormously heavy. I know that just from uh, when you called them legs, I had <laughs> such a chuckle because uh, back when Zef Malik owned STS, we bought the IBM column grid attached line from IBM in Bromont, Canada. So I kind of have a long history of, of CGAs and, and loving the legs, if okay. you will. Um, and so it was, I remember one of your operators over there, Lisa, I, I said something about don't breathe on those. And she's like, I'm not. <laughs> It was really fun to watch it pick it up because, you know, our eyes were so wide open, like, ah! Yeah. Well, I just want you to know that our customer in the end, not only did you have a big CGA on there, there's a couple other big FPGAs on there. And 
that particular board was high copper, uh, just, you know, all kinds of very interesting components at the lead form, lead trim and form, some of them. So kudos to you and your team, because that was a, an excellent uh, outcome for a customer uh, that we all collectively got to, you know, get Thank a pat you. on the back for. So I appreciate that. I think the other piece that you do also extremely well that kind of brings it into alignment with this aerospace defense market so well is that you also have the ability to hand place and your team's experience in all the years, they're excellent at hand placing. Because as everyone knows in this aerospace and defense, we have a board or a couple boards. So it isn't always advantageous or even possible or, or cost effective to put everything in a tape and reel with the leader that you need for the machine to pull it in spares and all these things. So your hand placement capabilities, even though it's incredibly time-consuming really does in the end save us some money. Absolutely. Most of my team, they all have 20 years plus experience. They understand the different types of parts also. So we will, you know, use the printer to screen the paste onto there. We'll place as much as we can with the pick and place, and then they'll do the hand placement. And what's tricky about that is you can't just let that drop onto the pad. You have to be careful because if you get paste in between the legs, now you have bridging mm -hmm. right? when you get through the iron. So um, I'm very proud of them all because, mm -hmm. you know, and they understand how important each placement is and the steadiness of their hands. Yeah, I call them jewelers. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. One of the, on a job also that we shared, I think your talents also shine through on the board was provided by our customer and your expertise and your systems capabilities actually found some reverse parts or misaligned pads and things like that. So we had to go back to the customer and, and have a, a bit of a rework, if you will. So right. it isn't just, you know, your talent and, and the skill of the system, but this thing actually, you know, is, is kind of giving it a, a once over before you waste all the components, right? Or, or Absolutely. And it's important, you know, to give the customers the feedback. You know, it's our job to find things, not be, we can't be robotic where we just place it. We have to understand what we're doing, what we're looking for, you know, and bring those things to everyone's attention. Because mm -hmm. it could be something small, but it could make a world of a difference. Right, yeah. Plus you and I are a little bit of perfectionists. I yes. think we want to write. <laughs> I just remember one of your customers, I might have the details wrong, but uh, you had a customer that somebody else was building the board for five or seven years and it shows up and the, and the part was wrong. Or something. Oh, yeah. yeah, half of it's wrong. And they're like, no, it can't be. We've been building it for years. And I'm like, the information you gave us. And what it came down to is the, the person building it never shared that data. They would just doing whatever they did to make it happen. Yeah. So I think it's important. The communication back is very important. Yeah, for sure. I think our feedback, you know, you and I collectively, when we meet with customers, um, that really is the agility, right? So mm -hmm. the ability to come in here as a distributor, we have parts if we need to do solder dipping or value add, uh, any kind of, you know, temp cycling, pindy, whatever we need to do to the parts and then to have the agility to put them through your line and get the, the board built. And if we needed to test it board, we can do with that. But basically it's the agility and how, how much we can quickly respond to the customer also is, Absolutely. is, is really uh, resonating out there in this world of uh, shorthandedness and, you know, allocation of components. I mean, the world's... And even transportation right now. I There's know. so many delays. Oh so my gosh. It's yeah. all right here in one building. 
It is. Yeah, we were just uh, moaning around about our Uline suppliers almost out of boxes. So we're having to resource mm -hmm. boxes because, you know, we ship about, I don't I forget the number, but a couple million lines a year. We have also our, our FedEx deliveries are starting to affect our cash flow. So it is definitely uh, hitting very close to home right now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So it's nice to have it all here. You don't have to worry about those yeah. Those added issues. Yeah, exactly. Aside from some of the, the pick and place capabilities of the machine, I think one of the other ones also we didn't touch on, let's just uh, kind of rewind on that, is that you have a, a big 10 zone oven. And that oven, not only is it just a typical 10 zone oven that you can create a profile, but you also uh, invested in additional software that can really hone that thing into precise profiles. Right. So the um, oven is a closed loop system, so we control the temperatures better. Um, and also with the kick software, it allows us to put extra parameters in there. So your processing window index anywhere from 100 and below is great. This allows us to really fine tune it. And the lower that number is, the better and better that profile is. So we have that capability of to really fine tuning it. And it yeah. makes a big difference. It does, right? I mean, yeah. it really is the, the cream and the crop. Yeah. And that, that oven can handle multi-layer boards, heavy multi-layer boards very easily. Yeah, the one we had was, you know, that was some, we could have we could have had a great vacation selling <laughs> that thing. <laughs> so much gold on there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the other piece I wanted to mention also was, I, I it always gets shortchanged, but you have a, also a tremendous wash that I could probably run my motorcycles to oh, yeah. get a good wash on it. You have a, an enormous wash back there that, that really does a fabulous job with uh, uh, DI water yep. and uh, runs through, you run everything through after the fact through the lawn. Absolutely. And that's also a uh, closed loop, you know, so it's, it's very well controlled, you know, it has a carbon tank that's cleaning it. Um, we control, set the temperatures, the speeds, all of that also on that. So we have a lot of flexibility there. Great. Yeah. Well, I know we've talked also about capacity. So, you know, we'd love to get a, the capacity up to get the second line in since we've got space and, and electricity to do that. But right now, I think that just for the audience listening, if, if there is a need out there for circuit card assembly, you're not on three shifts yet. So you still have some, some capacity to go. Absolutely. With our equipment too, the, you know, it's high speed. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. So, and it depends on your boards have parts on both sides, you know, double-sided or not, you know, is how fast we can get through this. But um, yeah, we absolutely could take on new challenges. Yeah, sounds business. great. Well, Tracy, I appreciate your time today. I know we have another episode scheduled where uh, we've done some great work uh, with reballing. So thank you so much for coming in today. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening with Spirit this week. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast to let us know what you want to hear about in aerospace and defense. You can find out more about Spirit's value-added services and product lines at spiritelectronics.com.